0: Greetings, fellow geeks, and welcome to another episode of the Geek Broadscast, a podcast where usually three bras discuss anything and everything geeky. I'm one of your hosts, Lauren, and with me today on this geeky journey is just my closest friend, Katie. What's going on? Hello. How are you? Doing good. Our uh, third partner in crime... Usually is on a very fun a very fun trip, so we will have yes. around next week and we'll talk some uh, some obviously nerdy stuff. But today yes. is just you and me pal, and we have some uh, we got some stuff breaking breaking, breaking news. as we <laughs> as we're talking as we settle in with our water and our yes. microphones. <laughs> we have the Nintendo Direct is uh, going on, and there's some breaking news that we will bring up. Uh, today and we'll talk about, so we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about that. We got some other little bit of news and other areas to talk about. And then we're going to talk about what shows we have been watching recently. And yeah, that's, we're going to have a little fun, just a little chat, just a little chat between Katie and I. So, uh, you guys sit back, relax and enjoy. So, breaking news, bring, hit that, hit that breaking news button, everybody. So today, September 23rd, there is, um, as I said, Nintendo Direct, so it's kind of their showing of what's coming out down the line, some stuff that's going on. A lot of cool things actually happening if you are a gamer like Katie and myself, they have um, Nintendo Switch is bringing a lot of, or most of, if not all, old Nintendo 64 games. And Sega Genesis games to the console starting, I believe, in late October as I'm reading it now. But also, you will be able to buy those old school controllers to use on the Nintendo Switch if you are so inclined. So, kind of cool there. Uh, cool little news there, Katie. I know you're a big uh, big fan like me. I think it's cool. I yeah. Think it's super cool i'm excited um question if i still
1: have my original controllers for sega genesis and uh, nintendo 64 have they announced if there will be a plug-in that i can just
0: that i, can I, just I use? doubt it <laughs> i doubt it only because it's everything's wireless now it so is wireless yeah so Which is prob- gonna be a game changer oh no yeah 100 so yeah they're probably gonna you're probably gonna have to get them separate. i mean obviously you have to get them separately anyway but yeah, I don't I think they're going to have a thing where yeah. you can plug it in, unfortunately. Yeah, Honestly.
1: I could just keep playing the games on my consoles like I do. But I'm excited yeah. for this. Um, I've told it on the podcast before, but I think Santa Claus might be bringing a uh, Nintendo Switch this year. So uh, one Perfect more time. reason Perfect time. that we just need to just, it, it's a family decision. We just need to do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, especially with all the stuff they're coming out now, I mean the yeah. Nintendo 64 games, yeah, it's perfect timing for you guys to break in that family family gaming council for sure. Love now it. Now the other other big news, breaking news, hit that button.
1: <laughs>
0: they <laughs> have announced a animated Mario movie coming to theaters holiday of 2022. Hold your hats, kids, because here's the cast so far. (laughs) Chris Pratt as Mario. Anna Taylor-Joy as Peach. Charlie Day as Luigi. Jack Black as Bowser. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. And Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I have no words. This is out of left field weird. I don't know how I feel about it, but that is the most random voice cast I have <laughs> seen for a Mario movie. I, I, I mean, okay. Whatever it is what it is. I mean, it's gonna be campy. It's gonna be goofy. We know it. It's a Nintendo movie. That's fine. Katie, your thoughts?
1: Um, Random, but incredibly appropriate, I feel like. <laughs> I, I mean, mean I, I love Jack. Jack. I love Jack Black and anything. Um, and I, yeah, this this sounds like Taylor-Joy looks like Peach. <laughs> like if you put her in a, yeah, that's, that's yeah, a good, that's a good cast. I'll she looks her, yeah. just like her. I mean, I know it's just her voice, but it, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. This seems like, you know, when I think of Chris Pratt and animated movies, of course I think of the Lego movies, and if they make it half as fun as those movies were, I'm going to be fine with it.
0: Here's my concern. Hmm. What? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be interested and maybe this is going to sound real stupid, but like, obviously Mario and Luigi are Italian based mm. characters. Yes. That's going to be interesting for me, kids Uh, from both him and, now, Charlie Day, I'm not sure. I will have to say I don't know. Charlie Day, he might be maybe is uh, slightly Italian. I don't know. So don't quote me. Chris so Pratt, mean, I don't believe isn't. I don't know. But it's just going to be yeah. weird, I think, to hear that type of thing. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just initial reaction. But what do you think? Yeah, I mean, that that accent is was really like
1: exaggerated and corny. Very. Anyway, true. very You true. know, and so I think that they could play around with it and have a little fun with it. Um, in a, I don't know. I mean, is is someone going to get offended by Mario's fake Italian
0: accent? Like, yes, no, <laughs> you know, somebody will. It will. It's Twitter. It's it's yeah. Our day and age where everybody, and that's. I mean, obviously there are things where people should be upset about certain things when you bring yes. in characters, voice actors, whatever. I'm not talking about. I mean, I am kind of talking about that, but there's seriousness in it for sure. But this seems very campy and everything. And okay, like you said, yeah, it's probably going to be very exaggerated, very like whatever. But I just feel like it's Chris Pratt, Star Lord, <laughs> as Mario? Question mark. I don't get it. Yeah,
1: it's. I mean, like I said, if it's if it seems. It seems like it's going to be fun. I think that – I think that they'll lean all the way into just the goofiness. I mean it's dudes in overalls running around, eating mushrooms, jumping on blocks, shooting, Mm -hmm. getting – picking up flowers and shooting fire. Like it's a silly – it's supposed to be silly and I think it will be fine.
0: (laughs) And what's funny is that I remember—I don't know if you remember—like I think it was the early '90s, early to mid '90s—that live-action Mario with um, with Bob Hoskins, yep, and John and, John Leguizamo, um, John Leguizamo, and Luigi. come yeah. on, that was, yeah, that was campy as hell. Yeah, I loved it. it you was want so to talk about campy? Stupid, <laughs> so but, dumb, it, it, but fantastic at the same time, though. Fantastic yeah. at the same time. It's yeah. a, a total '90s thing. But, yeah I mean, it's animated, so I mean right i I get it, but that's just I don't know why that's just my initial like quick thoughts on it, but yeah, breaking news kids, um, a lot of kind of cool stuff coming uh for Nintendo, so get up uh you know if you don't if you don't have a Nintendo switch man, I think now's the time to get one it's they got a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe and everything, I think it's gonna be cool, plus uh cool.
1: one of my favorite games of all time kotor is coming. Star Wars Nights of the Old Republic coming to the Switch.
0: Yes. Big. So. That's big. No the original coming mm-hmm. November. And then obviously PS five is getting the remake. We talked about that a little bit mm. last week. So yeah, man. It's if you're a gamer, it's it's a good time right now. It really is. And maybe it's because of the pandemic and people are, you know, okay with staying in and playing video games more. I don't know, but I'm cool with all of it. I'm very cool with all of it. Very cool. Me too. Uh, any final thoughts on that, Katie? Or we can, uh, or do you want to no. move on to our couple other stories? Let's mosey on down the list. All right. Let's mosey on down the list. So now you brought this story to, I think, my attention and I think mm. our group chat that we're in <laughs> uh, attention. So bring up, what do we have in remake Nostalgia Land? Reboot
1: Land. Yes. Mm -hmm. So coming to Disney Plus, Bryce Dallas Howard making her feature directorial debut with Flight of the Navigator reboot. What? Random. (laughs) Random. You know, I mean okay so the original came out in 1986 uh the premise is a boy gets um there is an alien event uh and when he awakens uh several years have passed his younger brother is now a uh, college age and um anyway he has he is not aged a day the this this boy that experience this event and so they ship him off to nasa they try and figure out what is going on and then uh his alien friend comes back and is like hey navigator let's go and apparently he uh flew around in the ship there's some weird time shit so we know how we love our, love ourselves some weird time shit. but We um, are all
0: about the weird time.
1: Yeah. So how true they're going to stay to that story, I don't know. Uh, the protagonist, they've already come out and said, is going to be, instead of a little boy, it'll be a girl. Love that. So I do love that as well as the mom of two daughters. Um, two daughters who watched the original Flight of the Navigator on Disney+, Plus and it kind of fell flat kind of fell flat for them. They liked the little, uh, they liked the little alien creature that, that uh, does a little dance and they liked some of the silly things that the, um, that the alien, uh, the alien navigation guy can't remember his name, but the the eyeball that hangs down from the ceiling, they yeah. <laughs> they liked some of the things that, you know, some of the kook- kookiness that he had to, had to interact with the kid with. Um, but yeah, it, it the movie is kind of dated and it doesn't really hold up that well. The, the effects are okay. Um but yeah just the the pacing and it's, it's not it, it it's not modern and it doesn't really hold the attention at least of my little modern children so um i love the original you know we've talked about reboots on this podcast before and we are mostly not in favor um but i you know i don't mind a little bit of reimagining in this case specifically because i love the original and i think that you know, reapproaching it and reimagining it uh, is just going to bring more people to the original. I think, especially since they're both on Disney Plus, and you can, of course, you know, oh, you've seen this. Well, now watch this one. You know, <laughs> so I, I'm excited. And plus, it's Bryce Dallas Howard. Like, I'm okay with with her doing anything. She has knocked it out of the park on her episodes of The Mandalorian, and I know we're going to get her on, I believe, some episodes of Obi Wan too.
0: Um, well, it's gonna be both. So she's in Boba. I think. Well, it's not confirmed, okay. but I think great. I've read where she might be doing an episode in Boba. Okay, Obi One is all Deborah Chow. Which okay, is great. great. It's great, which is great.
1: Oh yeah, it's totally because right, she right. has also knocked it out of the park. Um, yeah, with Mandalorian. Definitely. definitely. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm for it, and I'm interested to
0: see how it shakes out. It's gonna be interesting because here's the thing: like that's a that's a movie that. Again, came out in eighty six. It it I don't I don't I mean I do remember watching it as a kid. I can tell you I probably haven't watched it since like eighty seven. <laughs>
1: like, yeah,
0: I don't remember. I remember watching it like and it held and it holding my attention as a kid. But like you're saying, the premise is kind of it's not outdated, but it's a little bit like weird even yeah. back then. Definitely like the NASA
1: stuff was everyone was just like okay with this kid just okay we're going to put him in solitary confinement in NASA and um do these tests on him and everyone was like just fine with it. You know, it, it those kinds of things were just a little touched to me. So, yeah,
0: and dated. So like if you are going to redo this, which is fine, I hope they do modernize it because again, when you do like a remake or reboot, it seems like they're kind of obviously Doing a remake or a reboot, however you yeah. want to call it. Yeah, Sometimes, they're calling it a reboot, but right,
1: it's a re. It's the same right. story. They're just retelling it.
0: What's going to be interesting is do like you're saying. Do they keep it as close to like the original? Do they change it up a little bit? I hope they change it up to make it again more of this, t- more of today. So kids, right. like right. your girls, can enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, again, I'm. It's Bryce Ale Howard. It involves ships and involves, you know, a, a cool female lead. Yeah. Cool. I'm sold. So I mean i And aliens. <laughs> yeah. What else? I mean, maybe, I mean who knows? Maybe this is like the daughter of the kid uh and the fr- who knows? Like they yeah. can be maybe connected for sure, but like do they have to? Not necessarily. Because I mean they could just make it their own thing. And sometimes when you if you do, do a reboot If you do modernize it and try to keep it in the realm of what the first one was, like, about, then okay. Like, I get it. But, man, this is just one of those random picks of, like, let's redo, remake, reboot, in my opinion. Because, again, I don't remember it being, like, super popular. I remember watching it, but, like, I don't remember, like, it being, like, a huge thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, we were three in 1986, so... Not to date ourselves, but we like. I remember watching it on Disney Channel, right? Probably right. more in the early '90s and or late '80s, even. Um, right, right. That's right. when I remember watching right. it. Right, I remember and, watching it late, like
0: late '80s, early '90s. Yeah,
1: and it was on all the freaking time because it's a, it was a Disney product, right? Right. So. I, I think that, I mean, nobody loves to remake shit like Disney. So I think that it's,
0: uh, it's I, I think it'll be like okay. It, them, like that's totally their MO is like redoing old stuff, which is fine. Like you're saying, that's fine. That's fine. And if it makes money and makes money, I mean, it's just going to go straight to Disney plus anyway, I assume. Right. Yeah, I mean, it is. Going to theater, so like, who cares? Right. But that's fun. I mean, Bryce Dallas Howard directing. Yeah. Old you sold me on that already. So like, I know. Awesome. Give her some time. Give her yeah. something to do. And she must really like this movie, obviously. She must, like, remember it from her childhood. Right. Because I don't think you're just like, hey, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, I know you do Mandalorian and, like, your dad's, <laughs> dad's kind of popular. Do you want to do a reboot of The Flight of the Navigator? Like, <laughs> come on. Like, what? Right. She'd be like, um, hard pass, I'm doing Star Wars and everything else. Yeah. So she must have some kind of, and, that, and that's kind of cool, though. Like, she yes. must have some deeper connection to to the film and everything for her to like i think jump on board unless they were like here's a lot of money
1: just right go make
0: it happen which yeah. could be the case but like again i don't think bryce is the one just to do something just to do it and make money like it has to connect with her i feel yeah. like. Just, just like her dad right i mean i don't think he does movies or whatever just because like he want, but he has to have a connection like a kind of a connection to it to get that creative juice going, so yeah, you
1: know, I I agree with you. I think that she um, she's definitely of the age that would have watched this when she was little and would have watched it over and over again. You know, she's what um, she's what early forties, maybe. I even? think so. I know she's just a little bit older than you and I. So yeah. um, yeah, I think probably early forties. But uh, hey, I mean. The the Gen X and the Millennial nostalgia is kind of hot right now, so
0: I think that, I mean um, that's what it is, and that, yeah, I mean, we've talked about that before. Where like nostalgia is big, nostalgia is huge right now, and write it. Disney's gonna write it until they're like, all right, well, it's fading. So what's new? Right, exactly.
1: Then maybe you they'll know? start producing original content again. <laughs>
0: Maybe. Maybe who, who does original content anymore, I honestly? Know. I have original content. I'll tell you about it in a right. second. Right, <laughs> well that will be that will be another story we're we'll gonna talk about. Um so, yeah. final thoughts on Flight of the Navigator or anything, Kate? No, I'm good. I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right, so next up in our news is some knives out updates. So Mr. Ryan Johnson, uh a good friend of the show. I have no our I'm king. Just Yes, we hail. We Ryan always. Johnson on, yeah, we always, we have stand. We have we stand. stand, Ryan Johnson. In
1: <laughs> we can say that. Christina's not here. <laughs>
0: yeah. nice. Okay. So Ryan Johnson on September 13th, he tweeted that they, uh, we just, he tweeted, we just wrapped production on the next Benoit Blanc mystery. And also I finally watched Annette and holy shit, it's amazing. So this was something else, but <laughs> amazing is they have rock production on Knives Out 2 right. on September 13th. So now we are in post-production, so that means we are getting getting down to it coming out. Trailer, all that stuff. I'm assuming probably next year sometime. I don't think that has a date on it yet, unless I missed it. It could be wrong. I don't think so. But I'm assuming maybe late next, maybe probably around the same time. Knives Out came out maybe around Thanksgiving-ish. I mean that gives him a year. Yeah. To to do editing. So that's that's my guess. But
1: And man, Knives you know, Out was such like a fun family centric movie. I don't know if I don't know if Knives Out 2 is going to be the same way.
0: Right. Knives Out, so yeah, Knives Out was a fun, a fun film for sure. So, you know, it'd be interesting, and I would I can see him doing that like you're saying, like keep it in that family and maybe do like another November drop, like Thanksgiving-ish uh, around that time like they did for the first movie. That makes sense to me. And then again, we've talked about the cast, right? The cast is stucked. stacked. <laughs> yeah, so I I know you and I and Christina um, are very excited for this sequel. And obviously yes. a, they are getting buku bucks, both Daniel Craig and Ryan Johnson. And I know I think was it Netflix? Yeah, they they got a whole thing with Netflix to do some stuff. So like I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. So uh get ready, kids. We are getting close to that uh knives out two trailer, probably sometime obviously next year. We'll probably get it mm-hmm. the movie next year, so Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, next up, yes. Katie, you have some more news on a uh, original film coming out starring one of your favorite actors. One of my
1: favorites, my B-movie John Goodman. <laughs> Bruce Campbell, Ash himself the conqueror of the evil dead he is going to be um or has already starred in i guess this movie has already come uh, kind of making its way around the festival circuit um it's a movie called black friday and uh it's an alien invasion story and it's going to be distributed by screen media and uh it will have um there's a premiere happening at fantastic fantastic fest uh, and there are plans for a day and date release this November uh, close to Black Friday, which if you don't know what Black Friday is, it is the busiest shopping day of the year, the day after Thanksgiving that's kind of bleeding into Thanksgiving um, in recent years. Uh, but yeah, that is the the premise is, of course, on Black Friday, there is uh, A group of disgruntled toy store employees are forced to defend themselves from legions of holiday shoppers who have been turned into monstrous creatures by a mysterious alien parasite. This is a Bruce Campbell movie
0: written all over it.
1: I'm so here for it. I am here for uh, the 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 still has the characters holding power tools and um, other implements of destruction. I love zombie movies anyway. This uh, definitely has has the vibe for me. So of course, Bruce Campbell is the biggest name, and then also Our we Michigan have kids. a couple
0: born and raised in Michigan. Yes,
1: he is. Him and Sam Raimi both. My um, boys. So Bruce Campbell, and then uh, we've also got Ryan Lee, who is in was in Goosebumps. Michael J. White, who is from Arrow. Steven Peck, who does not have a credit, <laughs> Ivana Baque- Baquero, Bacero, who is from Pan's Labyrinth, and my personal favorite, Devon Saw of Final Destination, of Casper, of now. Of and our then, 90s teenage throughout parts. Of Teen Beat Magazine, of the giant four um like un- unfolded four times poster on my wall next to Jonathan Taylor Thomas and, uh, Jonathan Brandis. So yeah, love we Devin. have, uh... a <laughs> love <Devin> Saw. <laughs> love it. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see, to see this. Devin saw, uh, is a fun Twitter follow. Number one, number two, he's also coming, uh, out on sci-fi with a Chucky reboot. So, Um, he's getting a lot of work in the, in the horror category recently. Good for him. Love that. Uh, yeah. So how do you feel, Lauren? Are you going to see this? I know you're not a spooky movie person, but, um, I feel like this has enough,
0: uh, silliness behind the premise that maybe it might be something you'll see. It could be. We'll see. You, (laughs) you know, my, my horror heart does not exist. I hate all horror. I, I think I've said that before. Um, I was traumatized as a child, so I have some really deep seated issues with horror in general. The only horror movies I have watched and have actually like laughed at is Scream. Those are that's like the only series I will that I have watched and just like okay, this is some campy bullshit, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Everything else between like Freddy, Jason, Mike Myers, all that. Nope. That's a big no, old nope you. for me kids nope because my you know unstable mental head cannot <laughs> take any oh no <laughs> what no. was no i didn't know that this was I like a deep childhood horror. theme no it's just I, I i'm just You're a big fan of horror to begin with but like right i you so like this is like one of my first so i'll traumatize everybody with me no so- please story time do it so, side quick story. I vaguely, vaguely remember when I was a kid. So I was young. I mean, you're talking maybe four or five. Babysitter was babysitting me and my and my brother, and my super little sister. Like she had to be what two or three. And I remember them watching, like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street or something, right? And they oh. let us. Watch it. Well, my sister, I don't know, but I can. I I remember my brother, and me like sitting on the couch with them, and like, why are we watching this? I have no idea. It was traumatizing. I was traumatized. I have (laughs) never watched horror ever again. Like I said, beyond like scream. Like I remember, like fast forward to like maybe I was like teenager. Maybe early 20s. When when the hell did The Ring come out? My friends had to like coerce High me. School. So my friends said we were going to go see a movie. Didn't tell me we were actually going to go see that movie. So I had to oh, sit through no. that movie. That's what I'm saying. That's that's where my hate oh. horror stories go through. Wow. So I hope you guys are all happy with that story. Hey. But that is, that is why... <laughs> That's why I don't like horror. Now, if it's on the campy side, I like. Like I said, like Scream. This sounds very campy, very like goofy. Okay, I'm, yeah. Maybe Silly. I'll watch it. We'll see. Okay. Right. okay, right, right, right. But anything to do with like mask men, people with like <laughs> knives on their hands and ni- <laughs> no, no, hard pass. Hard Pass. Hard pass. pass. Zero hard out of ten. Pass. <laughs> zero out of ten but you sold me out obviously bruce campbell yes Devin sawa who mm-hmm. i love i mean i his movie that i remember that i was like goo over him was this is god this is obviously years ago but it was uh little giants he was oh, the, right i forgot yeah. he was in that love that movie so yeah that was, was just that and then um what was the other i mean obviously he was in he was in a bunch of stuff but yes. for some reason that's the one that i have always remembered him in when i was growing up like oh he played blah 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 or he was in the little giants cuz i loved little giants that was such a good movie nice classic but yeah but oh no, yeah that's my horror story so I'm, i i guys- love it i feel like i know <laughs> you so much more now <laughs> And I feel like and I have talked about this before, but maybe not. No, I don't remember
1: ever having talked about this. I didn't realize it was such I don't know like if I went into a whole,
0: right, deep-seated story. I don't know if yeah. I Yeah,
1: I just know you hated horror movies and you were very, like, a vocal about, that was about it. it. Passionate I, about you, it. Pa- you passionately hate horror movies. I passionately get
0: passionately hate horror movies, and this is why. <laughs> <laughs> Even stupid, well, like, now- like, um was Aliens. I won't watch Aliens, because I think for some reason, again... I, I yeah. think I watched it There's when I was younger. Scares. Yeah, and yeah. I don't do jump scares. That okay? No, but again, I watch okay. Scream, and I'm like, this is stupid, but it's funny, and I like it, and it's dumb. Like okay. one of those like camper, like campy, campier things, slashy, like okay, like okay, that all stupid, right. That, dumb, but.
1: see, I have a whole subgenre of campy, stupid horror. I'm going to start making you a list oh, like I think don't. I'm just going to make, make you me. don't make yeah, come me come on <laughs> come on dip your toe in we'll start really light and then we'll get progressively darker <laughs> and that's my fear is the you know but I, but <laughs> horror like itself always has a lot of or, or not always a a lot of times will have a lot of levity and even like the Freddy Krueger stuff in the later the first one yes scary but even some of the later ones like he's cracking jokes he's making puns like he is it's the writing on that it was absolutely punny and terrible but also like it made you laugh, you know? So, and I think that there, you know, that the the laughter like helps with that that tension of the scariness.
0: So, no, that's fair. Cause I remember, yeah. like, I remember the first Scream movie is, is semi scary, like a little bit. There's at times, you know, cause it was, didn't Wes Craven do Scream too? Cause he did, yes, he did Nightmare, which on, he Elm did Street. Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: But then I, I remember,
0: Scream. yeah, but I, then I remember like you go to Scream 2 and Scream 3 total dumb shit and i was like all right i get it like it's funny as hell like just like the like i remember i can't remember if it was in scream 2 or scream 3 like um God, whoever oh what's the uh what's the actress's name that's in friends courtney cox oh courtney cox yeah and well, i th- was it might have been Nev campbell or whoever there was a scene where like something happened and they looked at each other screamed looked at each other screamed again like it was like one of those like okay like that's funny stupid hilariously like okay yeah. i like, get it right you know what i'm saying yes but I that first one is it had moments for sure but like mm. you get past that and it's like all right but then you get like you're saying as the series went on it just became more and more campy so anyway that is my horror uh uh, ted talk for everybody so i hope you enjoyed love that. it i <laughs> hope you enjoyed it great uh well, i'm hope- excited for black friday uh in november yeah i yeah you'll have to let me know how it is and maybe i'll watch I will. It. we'll talk about it we'll talk about <laughs> that okay so uh moving on our uh last i think our last bit of news that we have then we're gonna go into what we have been watching is some updates on the Last of Us TV show, you guys know I'm a I'm a nerd for all this. I cannot Yay. wait for this show. So they've been uh kind of showing if you follow certain accounts like I follow the Last of Us updates. Uh, they give some pretty cool and pretty fun updates and things that they have scoured. You know, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Um, and you can see some of like. Uh, the sets that they're using, that they filmed on in Vancouver and other stuff. So if you, it's out there if you want it. But the big news is that it was reported, uh, they reported it on the September 16th, Last of Us updates, Twitter. And they have said that uh, according to the Directors Guild of Canada, Neil Druckmann, who is the uh, co-writer and executive or is one of the writer and creators of the game, is uh, going to be one of the directors of the series. So kind of makes sense for sure that he would be directing or obviously he's very majorly involved. I mean, he's a co-writer and executive producer of the show. But he is going to be a director as well. So makes sense. It's gonna be interesting to see how obviously he has directed the video games. Obviously that does involve real obviously real actors and all the in all the techie suits and everything. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that kind of transcribes to live action and everything like that. I don't see where it would be that big of a deal, but it's just gonna be very interesting to kind of see how that all plays out with him as the uh, directing an actual you know episode or two. So, kind of cool news again. Makes sense that obviously he's a he's a part of he's been a part of the series from the get and now he is a big part of the show and now he's going to be a director. So, interesting stuff there, Katie. I can't remember if you have played the series or not or I know you're familiar with the series. I have not played it. I watched other people play it on YouTube. <laughs> Which is fun, by the so, way. So, yeah, which is fun. still fun. Um, I'll do have to i have to send you one from a guy on Blind Wave. Aaron played a playthrough of it. Yeah. And it's really, like, just his reactions is really good. I might have to send nice. you the, the links okay. to those. But, but, yeah, so Neil Druckmann, uh, you, I don't know if you knew that or not, but, like, yeah, he's a big part of the games. He was a writer and creative of the games, and now he's a, a big part of the show so he'll be directing an episode so it's going to be nice. interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'll be interested to see how many episodes he does. Obviously, he he's involved in the show, but how many episodes he will be actually directing will be interesting, I think. And I'm actually interested to see how many episodes this is going to be. Right. They haven't said that yet? No, as far as I can tell, I I have not seen that. The guess is, you know, what? 10? Eight, 8 to 10? You yeah. know. And obviously I I have a like I have and I might have expressed this before but like I think I have an idea of like what this first season like where they'll end mm-hmm. up at and then like maybe the second season will start. So like I can see where like they're going with it. So it's going to be interesting to see yeah how it all kind of unfolds. Obviously they're not going to do the entire game in one season, which that would make no sense whatsoever. So they're going to break no. it up into different season so it's gonna be really really cool and then again you still have last of us part two so that can be you know that's a a totally different show or a continuation of the series you know obviously way way down the line and on and if you follow bella ramsey who is playing uh ellie in the show she has been uh instagramming like her hair is going darker for the character and everything like that so Again, if you're if you're a big nerd like me and you're excited about the show, there's you know things that you can see and follow and get the most updated stuff. So uh yeah. Get on the scoop. Yeah, get on that scoop because I'm excited. I'm excited for the show very, very much. I think it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a big hit. I said it before. I think it'll be a huge, huge hit for sure. Okay, um, that's it for news. Katie, let's go into what have we been. Watching lately, so I want to start with you, okay. Katie. What TV shows, what movies, or whatever, what have you been watching lately on your TV? On my TV, well, I mean, of course, we've got what if
1: happening, um, which has been fun, and then visions, Star Wars visions dropped uh, yesterday for us Disney Plus Star Wars fans and fans of anime. Yeah. yeah i've only watched four episodes um definitely have my favorites <laughs> definitely have uh, some really fun moments lots of uh force using women uh in stiletto heels which is a yes. lot of fun oh my gosh Love there it. is so much fun uh in in these these little short animated fun little sequences. Um, you know, that, that just that are just in the universe of Star Wars and could be happening in other parts of that big giant galaxy far far away. Um I loved, okay. Did you catch I I caught a couple. Of course there was a lot of I have a bad feeling about this. There was I caught a Wilhelm scream. Yep. And uh, yeah, there's just those fun little like silly little Star Wars moments, right? That that you know from the originals that they even kind of played to and carried through in the sequel or the prequels, I should say. Um, yeah, I just I loved it. I couldn't get enough of it. Uh, the episodes are really, really short. I am probably going to binge the rest of them tonight uh, and just catch myself all the way up. Um, but yeah, it's just just fun, just fun zone out silliness, um with that, and the animation is gorgeous, yeah,
0: it's the absolutely- animation has been has been amazing i yeah, I watched the first four, I just actually watched the fifth one, mm-hmm. and oh man, I can't wait for you to watch that one. We'll talk about that That's one. That's the too. ninth was- jedi, right? It's so good, yeah, it's
1: so good, okay, tatooine Rhapsody. <laughs>
0: Was the most That's, weirdest, but oh like very gosh. cool episode. Like it's out that there, so, but it was fun.
1: Ah, oh, it was so much fun. It was a lot it was of fun. so much fun. It was a lot of fun. yeah, and and the voice talent in that one was was voices that you know that we know of course Tamara Morrison and uh, Mark Thompson. Yeah, and then Bobby yep. Bobby Moy- I always butcher his name, but he's a. I've heard of both ways. Yeah, he's from Star Wars um Star Wars Resistance, I believe. Yes, yes. He, he was
0: um I can't remember his character, but yes, he Or or
1: or Or mm, yeah Oro and you know... the the bird guy and the little pig guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. He was yeah you know what I mean. The <laughs> the very first one was great, very like black and white, very Kawasaki like very old school. Yes. Loved it. Loved it, loved it a lot. And that yeah. character in that first one, Ronan, has a novel coming out and I yes. think they have some comics already. Really good stuff, kids. If you like cool character, interesting. Yeah. Um, my favorite has been the Village Bride. That was my like, That one was really pretty that's too. That's my shit. That's my shit. That and yeah. the ninth in the ninth Jedi. That's my shit. Like mm. Loved Village okay. Bride. I love that. The female character, I think her name is F. Like, I've read, like, it's that's what it says in the yes. she was so cool. Yeah. That lightsaber was sweet, yellow with like mm. that. Uh, it was so good. That yeah. was a great, great, like, oh. film. Like, I want more of her. Yeah. I want more of that character. Yes. I want more Ronin. I want more of the Ninth Jedi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah. really good stuff. And the animation, I love it. It's all different but it feels Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Like it feels very Mm -hmm. like in that world, it could be happening. Like, like you said, the uh, Tatooine Rhapsody, like, yeah, I could see that happening. I could definitely, I mean, absolutely. Who wants, who does not want a, a, uh, a hut on, in a band playing an instrument. Didn't know I wanted it. Glad I saw it. (laughs) I mean, it was beautiful. Like it was cool, fun Star Wars. And I love it. And I can't wait to binge the rest. Like you're saying, any standouts like any favorite characters or just because i i like what you said about the female characters they did and are doing a really good job with that Mm -hmm. in my opinion for sure what do you think well i
1: mean and even too i i found myself kind of looking at these characters through the lens of like cosplay and oh my gosh rich freaking playground i mean that's gonna be hot yes um, Am, the uh the, the Dark Side twins, she was the the female
0: yeah. twin. Yeah.
1: Yep. I mean, each of these characters had like several different variations of their costume that could make for some really fun like crafting and cosplay moments for people. Uh so that for me was a lot of fun to watch. And um and kind of see how those those characters unfolded. But yeah, you know, just playing in the sandbox of Star Wars. There's nothing nothing wrong with it and i really um i really had a good time watching it um yeah the other other stuff it's all been streaming stuff lately that i've been been up on um so yeah visions and then we finished black Sales. my second watch i don't usually do that i don't usually watch things again but um i do but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh a bad so yeah <laughs> So we watched. We finished watching that, um, and now I'm reading Treasure Island for the first time. I don't know if, if if you knew this, but Black Sails was kind of a prequel of Treasure Island. Um, obviously, way more adult than Treasure Island <laughs> was ever intended to be, but uh, the, the it's got a lot of the same characters: um, Long John Silver, and Captain Flint, and Jack Rackham. Um, you know, all of these characters that that are in this novel uh, and yeah, it's it, it it sets the stage nicely. Um, and the creators even said, like, I, we want people to watch Black Sails and then read Treasure Island and have it all kind of feel feel right and feel good. And so far it is. I mean, I'm not very far in, in Treasure Island, but um,
0: it's I'm enjoying it. So that's nice. Yeah, I haven't. I've heard of Black Sale. I haven't watched it. I don't have Showtime, so yeah. I know. Well, hey, hey, I got you. I know. Yeah, we'll have to switch because I know we. we I we got are. you. You <laughs> we, got me. I got you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll hit you up for sure. Um, but yeah, no good shows. Black. I've heard good things about Black Sail, so I, I'll definitely have to jump on that train. Um, yes. For me, I I've been watching movie wise. I just mm. did a. Uh, Rewatch of all the um, Daniel Craig James Bond. James Bond. Oh, movies. I need to do that. Oh, he's so good. He's he so damn so good. good. Um, at, on Apple Plus they have a small like forty minute ish doc about him. Hmm. Uh, when he talks about you don't see him but it's him and I think the producers or whoever a guy and a girl they talk about like getting him getting it getting him in to be James Bond and. Like all the stuff that like has surrounded it and everything, again you don't see them physically, but they show like different clips of the movies and like behind the scenes stuff. Really cool. Uh, like I said, it's like forty minutes. It's a good. It was a good watch. But yeah, those movies are great. Nice. Um, I just started a Jason Bourne that which inspired me to do a Jason Bourne rewatch, which I love. Oh, I love wow. Matt Damon. Yeah, I love Jason Bourne. It's good. It's a good franchise. And then my big watch though. And I talked about this. I don't know if I talked about it on air or you and I talked about it offline. Was Psych. Yeah. So I remember this show. Oh, God, it came out, I think, in 2006. Yes. So I remember this show is on USA. I remember watching like episodes here and there, and I remember enjoying the hell out of it. So if you guys aren't uh, familiar with Psych, so Psych um, is a show about a character named Sean Spencer who uh is this show is based in Santa Barbara, California and he portrays himself as a psychic detective. But what he really is is a just a really smart guy that was brought <laughs> up by his father who was a cop and detective and he taught his son how to be very perceptive. Like when you walk in a room, you know how many, you know how many people are there what color jacket like there's a lot of things that you see in the show that like he taught him and everything like that and he uses it to his advantage as being a psychic for the Santa Barbara police and it's just it's one of those like very funny cop shows Um, the cases are really fun and then the characters are just fantastic so there's Sean Spencer who's played by the adorable and I love him so much James Roday Rodriguez he is so Mm -hmm. damn funny and his his best friend in the show was Burton Guster, played by, I th- I think I'm pronouncing it right, is Dual Hill? Dual Hill? I can't remember. I know the e. I always said it in Dulé Hill, but Dulé. I might and, be wrong. No, I think you are right. Again, I've, I've heard it both ways. Dulé Hill uh, plays his best friend, Burton Guster, but they call him Gus. Uh, you have Maggie Lawson, who plays Juliet O'Hara. You have Timothy Omenson who I love. He plays Carlton Lasseter, another detective. He's so great. He is so good in this show. Um, Kirsten Nielsen plays the chief, uh, uh, Karen Vick. Corbin Bernson plays Henry Spencer, who Sean's dad. And then you have a bunch of fantastic cameos throughout the series. I mean, you have uh, John Cena shows up. You have Ali Sheedy. You have Carrie Elwes um, was my Carrie, favorite. Carrie Always as um, <laughs> the French guy is <laughs> so yes. good. Um, you have Molly Ringwald. You have um, who I mean Christopher Lloyd. You have Alan Ruck. You have Carl Weathers. You have Gary Cole. You have Tim Curry. You have uh, Ernie Hudson. You oh, man. have Tim Ralph. Curry
1: was really yes. good in that too. Yes, oh.
0: you have Ralph Macchio. There were so many: Freddie Prinze Jr., William Shatner, uh, Carrie Washington was in this show. There are so many great cameos in this show; it's freaking insane. You had Urkel himself, uh, Jaleel White. Yes. You have Jeffrey Tambor. You have Anthony Michael Hall. You, like I said. I could go on and on and on but there are so many great cameos on this show. It's a really funny show like for me it's it's the subtle nuance of it. It's very like pre-office, pre-parks and rec where it's just like it's not it's it's how the line is said, it's how the reaction of the character mm-hmm. is. It's the it's the taglines with with Sean and Gus, you know, like they say um come on son they say oh god what's the other one they say like suck it they're like suck it suck like it. they sing it <laughs> and then sean says i heard it both ways when he like mispronounces so which i will start using a lot <laughs> definitely um, there's just really funny like things i mean then you know gust screaming and running away like there's just so many like little nuances there's so many
1: like pop culture references.
0: Too. Yes, 80s. They're total yeah. 80s tons, which I tons, love. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I mean, I so I know you watched the show. it's yes. probably been a minute, but maybe do you do you remember like the show, the premise? Oh, for of that sure. Movie? Yes, the shows
1: it. and the movies. <laughs>
0: Yes, I watched the movies. I after I did the 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 series, I've watched the two movies yes. and I know there's a third one supposedly in the works, so I can't wait for that. Yes. But what yeah, what's your yeah, kind of uh, overall uh overall psych uh you know man. You think of
1: it? I I one of my favorite things, I know you and I have talked about it, the pineapple. This was back in the day when before social media was as accessible is also like pre uh, right on the cusp of when the iPhone was coming out too. Yep, so yep. smartphones weren't like, we weren't watching TV and then having our phones in our face too. Well, it's funny um,
0: because just like you said that real quick, like, yeah. the first like season or so, like it's a, you know, you see Sean as a, flip, a flip, phone. flip phone and then yeah. all of a sudden it's iPhone, iPhone. Yes. Like it's very funny.
1: Yeah. But one of the kind of things just on the USA network, you were so every episode there was a pineapple like in the background somewhere. And once you saw the pineapple, you were supposed to text a code to USA321321 or whatever, and enter some contest to win something. I can't remember. But we like that was always like such a fun, because Josh and I were dating at the time when we started watching it. And like, that was always such a fun thing to be looking for the (laughs) looking for the pineapple pineapple in the background. You know, we would never like text the number. But you just just the silly the silliness of that, and then my other favorite thing about that show was um, how every time he introduces Gus when they're going and like interviewing witnesses and stuff, he gives name him some change. like stupid name. It's so funny. <laughs> he gives him like kind of kind of in the same vein of um, of Fanny Longbottom. Every you know every time yes, it's yes. like a stupid. It's a really dumb name every time. I love it.
0: Yeah, there was like there was one where like Sean so i guess maybe just to give premise like so sean's white gus is black and what's funny is that sean the one episode they're acting like doctors or something and he goes i'm dr black this is dr white and he points to gus like it's just stupid stupid <laughs> or he'll call him like black thunder or like he has yes. so many dumb names mm-hmm. for gus like it's just ridiculous and they would go along with it. Like, he would, like, Gus would just go along with it. And then there was one, the one episode I laughed so hard and it's so stupid. But they were, it was an episode where it's like something happened with like a football team. They had to go like undercover. And Sean was undercover as like a kicker. But obviously, they're not supposed to like, you know, be seen. They're just supposed to be yeah. kind of like in the background. Well, <laughs> Sean apparently, like, the coach comes up to him and he's like, were you just doing an interview for ESPN? And Sean goes, absolutely not. It was ESPN Deportes, and it was an exclusive. Like, just, like, (laughs) how he delivered the line. And then, like, his name was, like, Emilio Estevez Estevez. Like, it was just so... (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. So dumb. But, like, I was in tears because it's just, like, how dumb is this? But it's so good. But, like, the show itself, though, like, how... It was cool like when they show him like seeing things like how like when they would show like he notices this, this and this or whatever. Right. Like, it, it was cool. Like it was kind of cool like in those terms of like how he would solve cases and like uses like what he learned from his dad and his like very perceptive mind to solve like these different cases and stuff. Oh, it, it's such a good show. Like if you haven't watched it, if you have Peacock uh, or if you have, you know, the ability to watch it. Watch it. I mean, again, the first season you just got to get through because they get, you know, they get the ground, you know, the the foundation going. But once you get into it, it's so funny. The characters are fantastic. It was so perfectly cast. Like and it I love so good.
1: It's such a like a self aware show too. He oh, talks about self aware. Yeah, and he talks about like making fun of um the mentalist which was a cbs show yeah, like with is, kind of the same premise yeah. like trying to it was way more serious but they make fun of that all the time like in later seasons they make they brag on the Mentalist so much i remember just laughing so much at that
0: and but it was funny because like in the show too they mentioned like certain people all the time like they mentioned billy zane a bazillion times they mentioned um like emilio Estevez all the time <laughs> And they finally got, like, Val Kimmler. Val Kimmler was a huge, like, they would mention him so much throughout the series. And then he finally showed up at the very end of the, like, in the finale. It was hilarious. And then they did get Billy Zane to show up. And they got, like, everybody besides Emilio Estevez from um, The Breakfast Club to do, like, a cameo. They had Judd Nelson. They had Molly. They had Ashley. They had Michael. Like, it (laughs) or um, Allie. They had Michael Hall, Anthony Michael Hall, like they had so many like 80s references and it was just so funny. Like it's it's just one of it's one of those shows that I appreciate just because it's like my type of stupid, my type of humor. (laughs) Again, very similar to like for me, like um, The Office or Parks and Rec or even like Schitt's Creek, like self-aware, but like funny jokes and just great acting like. I-, I loved it. It was good stuff. It was really good stuff. Absolutely, for sure. Uh any final thoughts anything else Katie you want to bring up? Yeah, I mean I've got I've got a whole other list of like stuff that I've been watching
1: too. Um so in Streaming World on Hulu, uh Only Murders in the Building.
0: Oh, is that the Martin Sh- or,
1: uh... Martin Short and Steve yeah. Martin. Yes. I love Steve Martin. He is such a talented man, and uh, I was excited for this because it was the two of them together, and the two of them together is just always comedy. World. It's gold. Yeah, And <laughs> but Steve Martin actually um, is one of the writers on this too, and so, like I mean, it was like his concept, and so that is really exciting because uh, he's a great writer, and Martin Short, of course, is Martin Short. He's just over the top, like, doing his over-the-top thing. thing yes yeah. he's a he, he's a theater director um which of course my husband being a theater teacher like we just love his little wisecracks and his references to broadway shows and stuff so the premise is they're in new york steve martin is a washed up actor television actor uh, martin short is a washed up broadway director they're both older and selena gomez Of all people who I love in the show, by the way, she is so good. She uh, is just a a young girl and they all live in the same building or young lady, I should say. She's like in her early 20s and they all live in this building and um, they come to the realization that they all are listening to the same true crime podcast and then a murder happens in their building and so they decide that they're going to start a true crime podcast and try and solve this murder. And it, there's lots of, there's funny moments, but there's also like lots of twists and turns and lots of uh, everyone has their secrets and everyone is kind of playing it, you know, because they've just just met each other, right? But they're playing it a little close to the vest. But as things progress and as they get deeper in the case, um, they become you know friends and they kind of have to rely on each other and apparently the stakes get pretty high too so um just based off the previews like we haven't gotten there yet uh i want to say there's six episodes so far and i think they're only half an hour so it's a pretty quick um if you want to catch up it's they drop on hulu every tuesday um right at midnight um and so that it's it's been a really fun uh it it makes me laugh out loud it's got that silly humor um just the just the generational humor of you know them not understanding jokes and you know making fun of like oh well they don't like should I call or should I text her no they don't like it when you call they hate it when you call you know (laughs) they're just the two the two old geezers and the young um the young hip and happening Selena Gomez. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a fun show to watch, and Josh and I are both enjoying it. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely add that to your cute. Do you have Hulu? No, I don't. So I,
0: I got you, fam. Okay, okay, because I know that's I got one. you. I, I I have it. I think my friend. I think my friend gave me her thing, but I lost it anyway. But uh, okay, that well. yeah, I've heard about this show, and I I, I am very interested because I do love yeah. Steve Martin. Martin Short are great. They're hilarious, yes. And then add Selena Gomez, I think it'd just be it really it it's just a good combination. I think it's up my alley for sure. I think a lot of fun, yeah, definitely. So
1: definitely. last TV, and then I'll have one movie, and then we can wrap everything up. But so last TV, we haven't we haven't watched it in a couple of weeks. But Winona Earp, it is mm-hmm. a sci-fi show from the Sci-Fi Channel. Um, it just wrapped. I want to say uh, it just had its last season. Maybe last year, maybe late last year, um, but it is Winona uh, is an heir of the Earp family, Wyatt Earp, and but there's a supernatural twist. The the uh, every twenty something years, all of the people that Wyatt Earp ever killed with his gun, which of course is a magical possessed gun, um, <laughs> anyone that that he had ever shot and killed resurrects and they're back and she has to go the heir has to go and put them back down basically so it's like this never it's like this family curse it's this never-ending battle there's all kinds of supernatural shit that that shows up and um this town is like kind of a bermuda triangle in the desert and the mountains um it's all filmed in canada and uh so it, it like they're always cold they're always walking around like freezing cold and i'm like i don't know if this is arizona so much but like it's it's um it's really fun that that kind of throws the weather stuff kind of throws me off but it's the the cast is really great there's lots of really fun humor um that's it's another very self-aware show uh and just the the People in it are a lot of fun, and the town is of course bonkers. And it's—I've been enjoying it. So we're on the last season. There's only four seasons, and I think there's only twelve episodes per season. It's hour-long episodes, so that's a fun one. Um, I believe it's on net. It's on Netflix. That's how we've been watching it. Is on Netflix. So uh, definitely one to add to your queue. And all four seasons now um, are on Netflix. So they just dropped. I think a month ago they just dropped the last season. Nice. So.
0: Nice. nice. Yeah a good one. I'll check it out.
1: And uh fun fact, one of the characters in it, the guy who plays Doc Holiday, uh is um uh oh my gosh, from Shit's Creek. What was his name? The son. The shit. Uh oh um the shit son that yeah. that um Oh my gosh, what is Mut. his name? Mutt. Mutt Mut shit. That's that actor. Um nice. He was nice. He was nice to look at. So that's <laughs>
0: Very easy on
1: the air. Even, even with a fake mustache, he's pretty nice to look at. So it's a
0: fun show. He had a good beard in that in Schitt's Creek. So yes. that's that should probably would work for him, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah
1: I think he, he was going back and forth with that facial hair. That's why he left Schitt's Creek is because he got that gig. So
0: Oh, interesting. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. actually I didn't know that. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, very mm-hmm. cool. Very, very, very cool. Yes. All right. What you said you got a movie, too? I have a movie. Okay. It's not a new movie. Um,
1: I finally showed my children the never-ending story. Ah, the rite of passage. The, the rite of passage. Talk about childhood trauma. <laughs> um. Okay, I did not realize, number one, that the Artex scene came so early in the film. Oh, boy. Uh, and I think, like, they wanted to know about that damn horse the rest of the movie. That's all they cared about, which I kind of expected, but it oh my sense, gosh makes sense oh my gosh and the um yeah there there, there was if you haven't seen never Ending story in a while that's another one that is a little i think it's came out the same year as fly to the navigator but um yeah definitely mid to late 80s yeah it it, it but it took a little bit to like establish you know it, it's it doesn't get right into the action you know um, there's ex, there's lots of exposition, and it it's very like we're going to take our time with the story, and I think that that almost lost my little my little critters, and frankly, my husband because he that was his first time watching Neverending Story too. Ooh. He's never he never saw it before. I don't know how I married this man, then he hasn't seen all the movies, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> So that that was uh that was a fun family moment, but um it's not streaming anywhere, so if you don't own it and you want to watch it, uh you're gonna have to rent it.
0: Right. I I haven't watched it in like a very long time, so but oh, gosh. the only thing that I remember You know when I was from that is the the dog with the huge ears, obviously. And yes. then the <laughs> it reminds me of Stranger Things season three. <laughs> When um, what I can't remember his character's name. Oh um, yeah, when they Dustin, sing the song, Justin had to sing the song with Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and
1: his girlfriend, who's a who is a real girlfriend. Spoiler alert! Right, 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 right.
0: <laughs> they had to they're singing that song. <laughs> Hilarious!
1: They, they sing like the they song on read. the CB
0: radio. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. it's one of those movies again. Yeah. If you grew up in our era, you you mm-hmm. you've seen it. Like you did watch it
1: yeah it. it's been a you've at least seen read. bits and pieces of it yeah and- that was another one that was on tv all the time
0: yes a lot
1: um yeah and i think i think that though like i said it definitely is it's a little it's a little dated um and i hate i i was really hoping that it would it still has that magic you know in the same way that flight of the navigator still has that magic but um yeah, if my kids weren't such animal nuts, like they would not have I don't think they would have been as invested in it as they got right away when the freaking horse drowned in the swamp, you know. <laughs> so right, right, right. They everybody cried. Uh, it was including me. I knew it was coming and I guy cried, so it was yeah.
0: Still still traumatic can confirm trauma. still <laughs> trauma can confirm the never story
1: <laughs> oh my gosh well, what's next on yours what do you have movies you have tv what's next on your queue oh man yeah
0: i gotta what is i'm trying to think i did all the james Bond. i did all the jason bourne i probably start a harry potter rewatch spider-man yeah well you know what after the trailer dropped, I watched all those movies. Which now you—oh my be, gosh! Which I, which you should be able to watch the uh, Andrew. Yeah, well. because
1: of the thing. Oh, um, I think man, I I owe you more than Hulu. I owe
0: you like a fruit <laughs> basket. <laughs> but no, yeah, I did. I watched all the Spider-Man uh, movies already. Andrew and nice. Toby and Tom. So. That's all. That's all taken care of for sure. No, I'll Love jump it. into something. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Visions is, and What If is on my radar right now for sure. Just watching all that stuff. And then uh, Ted Lasso, every Friday I watch that. Great show. If you haven't watched the kids, that's another great, uh, great series. Getting a lot of awards, a lot of recognition, as it should. Uh, if you haven't watched it, highly, highly recommend. Highly recommend. <laughs> uh okay anything else kate or do you want to bounce out of here no i feel good i feel great let's uh let's yeah. wrap her up all right kids uh well let the good people know where they can find you katie on the socials sure you
1: can find me on twitter and twitch at penguin katie and that's katie
0: with a y Love it. And if you guys want to follow me, you can at Nose on Twitter. And you can follow us, the Geek Broadcast, on Twitter at Geek GeekBroadspod. And you can uh, listen to episodes of ours on Anchor, Spotify, um, Apple, Google Play, all the high-end uh, platforms we are there. Remember to rate and review us where you can and get us more recognized out in the podcasting world. So until next time, kids stay geeky. Bye.